I am Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And we're paranormal specialists who live in the most haunted city on earth, Savannah, Georgia. Every day is Halloween in our line of work, so join us as we spin true tales of haunts, murders, and disturbing Savannah history. I'm Madison. I'm Chris. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the most haunted city on earth. Hey, y'all, if you have a ghost story that you want to send us or a ghost photo, a ghost question, any of the above, uh, go ahead and send it to us at ghostmail at hauntedcitypodcast.com. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Most Haunted City on Earth. My name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie, And I'm JT Timmons. And we are here with a ghost mail, as Woo. per usual. You've got ghost mail. <laughs> exactly. Um, good ghost mail. I'm we excited. do. We do have good ghost mail. Um, so before we get into that, I do want to let y'all know we have a very exciting announcement. <laughs> yes, we had an announcement party for the pair junkies a couple nights ago, and mm-hmm. when we announced it, they were like super lit. It was like yes. comments flooding the the live stream chat. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. We were all we're all so excited about this. So here it goes, Madison. Yes, we are going to the Conjuring House. The Conjuring House. <laughs> we are. We're doing an overnight at the Conjuring House. Yes. We the whole place out for a whole night. Mm-hmm. That's right. We're going to be alone in the bitter cold of winter in a haunted house. With <laughs> in the middle of the woods. Suspected <laughs> demon activity in the middle of the woods. Not suspected. Confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> and, and other various weird activity. Um, we that- are going to get to the bottom. Well, oh. or at the very least, we're going to be there. So we are go- <laughs> we are going to scratch at the surface yeah. of <laughs> yes of the Conjuring House. Um, but yes, we're going. Uh, JT is going to be turning thirty years old inside the Conjuring House. We hope. Well, hopefully, we hope he makes it to uh, mm-hmm. five o'clock in the morning. Is that right? You, yeah, you actually become five a.m. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. As long as so at five o five a.m. If he's still alive, he'll be thirty. Yes. Do you, do you know what's really funny is I had a dream. Oh, no. A couple nights ago. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. There's already things happening. So my mom has always told me that she wakes up at January 26 at 5.05 a.m. every single morning. She's done it for how old am I? 29 years now. And so uh, I had a dream that she called me and I was leaving the conjuring house. And she goes because she knows, obviously, that I'm turning 30 inside of it. And she says... Uh, hey, JT, I didn't wake up at 5.05 this morning. This dun, is the dun, first dun. year. And I remember thinking in my dream, do you think that a negative spirit was trying to block that connection to me and my mom? And those are just, the, 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 that's what this podcast has done. I, have, <laughs> I have those types of dreams. I was going to say, that's a very detailed and and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that. Yeah, it used to be uh-huh. that I would just be covered in pug puppies, like mm-hmm. for my entire. You dream. exchanged pug puppy yeah. dreams for just, yeah. for nightmarish Thanks, demons podcast. stole your con your connection <laughs> with your mom. Thanks, podcast. <laughs> 
No more pug puppies. Nope. Demons blocking my connection to my mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excellent. Well, yeah, and I hope that happens because that'll be very interesting content. Because <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a good story. It'll be. It'll be a Your good story. Your torment will be great for the podcast. Hey, you know what? That's why I married her. <laughs> <laughs> always, always thinking of the podcast. Gotta. I always think like how 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 do we how do we uh, how do we spin this? How do we spin this? Oh yeah. yeah. There you are. Yeah. There you are. But yeah, we'll be there. Um Yes, we will. And we're bringing our editor Debria, yes. who is afraid of well, everything. Uh, <laughs> it's her second ghost hunt ever. I, think I I like came in the other night and I was like, "Hi." And she was like, "Ah!" And I was like, "Oh. <laughs> you're going to be a lot of fun at the Conjuring house." Yes. <laughs> She just gets scared about everything. And she didn't know until after she was put on the list of oh, yes. going yeah, yeah. with yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So she found out the other night and she lost her mind. Yes. So she'll be um, dreading that night for months now. Yep. It's going to be great. And hopefully oh, yeah. we'll just have a lot of great footage of, you know, uh, funny debris interactions and reactions. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we're going to be doing a documentary. Um, while we're there, we just show just a documentary, like vlog documentary of our entire trip. Um, we're going to be doing a series, uh, mm-hmm. most likely in the month of January is what we're thinking. It's probably going to start after Christmas when we come back from our season break. Um, we're going to start it with a series of The Conjuring and um, I'm thinking probably one episode out of the week because we drop two a week will be the new one for The Conjuring all the way leading up to us actually staying in the conjuring house so we're going to be doing an in-depth dive and we're also going to look into uh what the other people like the ghost brothers have stayed there we're going to watch that episode and we're going to talk about what their experiences mm-hmm. were maybe even have them on the podcast uh because now we're homies and and it's great uh and uh and then also talk about our two girls one ghost experience mm-hmm. um with the and their experience with the conjuring house and all that so it's going to exactly. be super fun yeah a lot of people are doing the conjuring house right now and it was interesting because the two girls one ghost they uh brought up how it was the 10-year anniversary of the movie movie right this year well and because they restructured the conjuring house uh over the pandemic uh they kind of restructured both both the access to it and and how you can you know um uh, rent out uh, an overnight and all mm-hmm. this stuff um, because I think that people realized what a uh, destination it is yes. for so many people, uh, and and you know m- mostly because the film brought it right up into the you know um, the zeitgeist of mm-hmm. of paranormal um, you know entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. yep. So uh, Kalani also just stayed there a couple nights ago. Oh, yeah. So we'll yeah, we'll even have him on the, yeah. on the yeah. podcast. Talk. Sure. I'll hit him up. Talk about y'all's experiences, and we'll compare Might notes. Uh, but um, but yeah. So uh, we're gonna start out with some ghost mail, though. Ghost mail. Ghost mail. A nice little entertainment section of announcements. Alrighty. So let's start out with. Two spooky stories from Melissa Ducate. Hey, Bear Junkie. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. So, hi, friends. I'm back with some more ghost mail. I was going to send an email with stories all about my childhood home, but instead decided to give you my two most spookiest. Very nice. Heard that. Heard that. So, uh, one from my childhood home and one from an ex-boyfriend's home. Uh, I'll start with the ex-boyfriend's home. 
It had to be early in the year because it was chilly out. It never really gets cold in southeast Louisiana. And I know it was before Mardi Gras. I was dating this guy, and we'd usually go hang out in his room and watch TV. During Louisiana winter, it's usually warm enough for shorts during the day and cool enough for sweats in the evening, so I would wear layers. This particular day at dinner time, I decided I wanted my boyfriend to take my car and go grab us some food while I stayed and watched whatever I was watching. I'm a cinephile, so I'm sure whatever I was watching I could not be parted with. (laughs) And while he was gone, his room started to get chilly, so I slid down to the foot of the bed where my sweats were and began to put them on. I looked up and saw a dude standing in the doorway watching me, and I jumped back. A dude. Oh, God. Just a big honking man (laughs) standing in the the doorway. Um, When I did, he was gone. I was so, so scared, and my boyfriend could not return fast enough. I don't think I spoke to him for five minutes after he arrived. I couldn't find the words. I finally just asked him straight up, is your house haunted? This maniac, without skipping a beat, just nonchalantly says, yes, by my cousin. Oh, <laughs> hey, there you go. Uh, who killed himself in my backyard. Oh, Lord. Oh, what? Wow. What? And that's, that's Melissa's wording. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Melissa, I, I'm going to go ahead and say a lot of people, when, when they're like, is your house haunted? It's like, yeah, and they don't actually know the story, mm-hmm. which is which is so aggravating when, when somebody's like, yeah, this place is haunted, but uh, I don't know what it is. You know, yeah. or, yeah, there's a guy who just shows up, and it, it's it's nice to have, like, such a definitive answer. It's like, oh, yeah, my cousin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. That's totally, totally that's my it. cousin. 100%. Absolutely. No <laughs> just no nonchalantly. Question. I really, really, really thought he was being an asshole and messing with me. He then tells me that his cousin, who was very close, with, uh, who he was very close with, did what he did when he was a teenager. Trigger warning: um, He went into a little tool shed in the backyard, sat on a bench, and put a shotgun in his mouth Oof. over a girl, mm. allegedly. Mm-hmm. He then again nonchalantly tells me not to be scared. He's probably just checking me out. I didn't want. <laughs> That's even worse. (laughs) Tell your cousin to keep his eyes to himself. There's a certain (laughs) creep factor there. But anyways, um, so uh, I didn't want to walk through that doorway, but I wanted to out of that house. I even considered climbing out the window. This is the only time I've ever seen a full on person. It was quick. It was alarming. And I've never been the same. The second story happened at my childhood home, and it didn't even happen with me. It happened with my mom and my two-year-old son. One night, my mom was watching my son, and my dad worked night shift, and my brother was working late, so it was just her and my son. The house was dark, and they were watching TV in the living room when my son looked down into the dark hallway and excitedly screamed, Papa! Oh, boy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Everybody loves when their child screams, Papa! in in the middle of the night. Um, Alarmed, my mom leaned her head to see what he was seeing when my son said uncle bruce to make it yeah you do Mm -hmm. maybe it was him no he's perfectly alive alive. but well he could be haunting her you never know (laughs) (laughs) anyways odd but not impossible not impossible (laughs) to whatever he was looking at in the hallway um To make it just slightly more terrifying, with a shaky, scared voice, my son says one more time, Papa? (laughs) Before my mom jumps up like, 
the baddie she is and flips on the lights. The baddie? <laughs> Nothing. She even searches the whole house before because I guess she knew no one, no living person was actually there. What scares me about the story more than anything is the fact that at the end of the hallway was my bedroom and whatever my son saw looked like a large man. Ooh. I'd love to hear what y'all think. You all are so incredible, and I appreciate everything you do. Uh, you're truly a safe space, and thank you for creating this little community. Aww. Send Patrick my love. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa. Patrick again, fans. Yes. yes. Patrick has more fans than I do. Yeah, there's, there's going to be Patrick merch one day. We do need Patrick merch. Yeah. Target Susus. Anyway. Um. <laughs> well, he's ours now. He's ours now. I'll, I can make Patrick merch. Yeah. I'll do that. That's yeah. a great idea, actually. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Anyway, Little Batra um, cat, cute. Is it is it crazy that the scariest thing, in my opinion, of course, it's subjective, but the the scariest thing that a ghost can do is just freaking stand there. It's pretty scary. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, because there's there's all there's all this hidden intention. Yeah, it's not that it's standing there. It's like what is it? Do, you know, what's yeah. its plan? What's going to happen? You know. Um, when something is like charging at you, sure, scary, but you uh-huh. you you know its purpose is it's yeah. coming at you, it's moving, mm-hmm. it's doing something, you know, just to have something to stand there. Um, yeah, I, I would I would I would put that in uh, because it's that that weird sensation that you're being watched, mm-hmm. that there's something there that is you know just omnipresent and and yeah, that's that's a. That's a heebie-jeebie factor. Well, and plus, humans are fidgety. And so it's like (laughs) when you see something that is just standing abnormally still, it puts you on guard. Because I don't know if it just goes back into our little monkey brain portion um, or if it's just like predator you know well, yeah. it's like predators get very very yeah. still before they strike you know they're, exactly. they're, they're sneaking up they get you know that exactly. you know if you see a cat right before it strikes it gets to that point at which it tries to you know um i had a dog ranger who right before it he would like attack something he got so still um because his his goal was to kill all cats um and <laughs> he's when, like my mission but, but, but when he found a cat he didn't charge it yeah he got so still, still. That the cat would ultimately lie down in front of him. It was the weirdest thing. And I'm like holding the leash and trying to pull him away, but he's like, He's just like, <laughs> Don't mess still? with me. Oh, wow. He's like, I will. Eat. I'm about to kill this cat. <laughs> yeah. That's so interesting. Well, you know, Chris, you're, you were the one who said that the scariest thing um, is like the scary thing about clowns, for instance, is that they look almost human, mm-hmm. almost and, human, and <laughs> almost human. And it's like when things are almost oh, there goes Jingles, almost, yeah, for, almost human. For the, for the listeners who don't know Jingles, Jingles is our new clown doll. He jingles and he does um, jingle, and he's uh, saying hello. He makes technical difficulty happen, and yeah, he is. And next time that does happen, he's getting burned. So. <laughs> <laughs> don't burn no we just burial. put him on your you keys bar- yeah he he has, he has a keychain <laughs> ring on him but he is a good like 10 inches tall oh my god 
So, um, but you're not going to lose those keys. This the this would be a great thing to put like a gas station bathroom key on. Oh yeah, you'll make sure you lose your keys. Yeah, you'll be, <laughs> be like, oh. because he's he's up to mischief all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First time, first day we got him, it was the only podcast that we had to stop in the middle of the live stream because we had so many technical difficulties, yeah. and we never mm-hmm. had, like multiple. We have 2023 equipment. And yeah. it, it just everything was going wrong, and, and then like, the power went out, and then we had a blackout. Right, right in the middle of it. Yeah, and like, and everyone's like, "Jingle, jingles." <laughs> anyway, he does that. So, um, yeah, that those were two super creepy uh, stories. I've seen a lot of, um, I've seen uh, a lot of videos on social media because you know my social media be like really on haunted. Right? <laughs> That's like, right. Like, You're on haunt talk. Goes. Because I do love, I love videos of ghosts, even if they're kind of, even if they're scary and fake, and you know that they're fake, I do enjoy them. They're they compelling, more because one of the things about, like, um, people who who perpetrate fake videos, their intent yeah. is to uh, alarm or to scare or to, you know, um, but there's a deep-seated mm-hmm. desire for it to be real. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And, you know, there's something that... that mechanically is going on where our need for the veracity of a ghost story to be, you know, because being met by skeptic after skeptic after skeptic, it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to make something that they can't deny. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to show them something that they they can't Mm -hmm. deny. Uh, And it's fascinating because there is like this wide range where I've seen many videos that people are, are, are earnest about how, true it is but my mind can't wrap around it yeah. it's mm-hmm. like oh okay um yeah oh yeah. <laughs> you know that's yeah. that's more than and and you immediately go to well how would i pull that off mm-hmm. how would i do that yeah. <laughs> and it's like oh well that's kind of easy i'll just do this or just do that yeah. um but I, I i do enjoy the the notion that there is you know just a cadre of people Mm-hmm. Who feel it necessary to create these things because it's it's the classic ghost story. It's the classic you know campfire. Our campfire is turned into a computer screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know yep. that's so true. And you know there was a time when we used to gather around and people would tell you the story of the woods. But now we've got the entire world telling yeah. us I the story. I prefer the campfire still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's I it's it, it. I I enjoy it personally. One on one ghost stories, even in the podcast setting, it's like it's not the same. As being in a small group of people in a kind of eerie place, yep. getting that you know firsthand story. It's true. Um, so th- what I was saying with that was, I've seen a lot of videos of kids looking into dark spaces yep. and being like, or animals. Who's that man, who's yeah. that? Yeah, I mean, it's just like it's super creepy. Madison, you mm-hmm. you were smiling for a while there because when you have something on your. Th- uh, like on your mind, you smile. What? What was it? I have to know now. You were, you were you smiling ear to ear. Anyone watching on YouTube? See I, it. <laughs> and my brain's not functioning fully today, and so my brain went um, to this place of if you've ever watched a How Ridiculous video where they strap Rexy to these things and they launch him into space or they um, bash him with things. And I was like, what if we did a video where we just attach jingles to things? 
that. <laughs> that was okay. where my brain was. Literally. Oh my gosh. Oh, and I just uh, and I just pictured how funny that would be to just yeah. launch jingles on a rocket to yeah. like I don't know. That was where my brain was. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe we could film it in slow motion, me shooting yeah. him with a shotgun. How about that? <laughs> not not the same. I want to. We don't want to obliterate him because it, what would really be funny is if we could put him through a, a series of tests and he just wears the damage. You know, right. I'm going to come in my computer's fried. <laughs> jingles is That's like. True. We are openly threatening jingles. So yes, if are. you don't hear from us, you know what happened. It was jingles. <laughs> Literally, hold on. I'm going to get a shot in one second. That guy. <laughs> That's jingles. Jingles. Garbage. Jangle, Should I jangle. give him one of the swords so he oh, so he, he at least has a fighting chance? Horrible pain to us. <laughs> it's gonna be like Pet Cemetery. He's gonna come and slash our heels. Our Achilles heel attendant. Oh, <laughs> yeah. ah, that was one of the worst gore oh, scenes. Shots. Oh, it was so scene. intense. Oh, I love that scene. Yeah, <laughs> that is one of my favorite scenes in any movie. Is when he puts that knife through the Achilles, the Achilles heel and slices Oof. it. Mm. So intense. Good gore. Good gore. Yeah. So good. Also. Completely, complete side note, but relating to movies, The Blob is <laughs> one of the most underrated you, horror films. Yes. The, 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 you're talking about the remake, right? The, no, no. The 80s or the oh, original? The 80s, 80s, yes, yes, the remake. Yeah. Yes. yes. No, Unbelievable. amazing. Amazing. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's so good. If you haven't seen The Blob, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's like 86, I think. It's incredible it gore. It has a, like a storyline that is very fun. And it's up to that great. point, there were a lot of effects and things that happened yeah. that had not been seen. Yeah. You know, it, uh, certain things became commonplace, but um, there's a there's a scene involving a, a kitchen sink drain that really, truly, yeah. like I, I saw it in the movie theater when it came out, mm -hmm. and I remember it, my brain going, "Ah, I don't, mm, that's new, yeah. that's new, that's a new <laughs> that's, one, <laughs> that's a new one." I'm. Uh, well done, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but and, and it, it's a great um, it's a great homage to the original. But I I actually think it outpaces the original in uh, in just plot. It, it does a really good job. Mm -hmm. So all right, Sorry. now that we've so, tangented, yeah, I, we are ADHD all over the place. Well, she yeah. did mention that she was a cinephile. Yes. Mm -hmm. So here we are. So you'll appreciate that. Movies. Yeah, that's for you, Melissa. Yes. <laughs> But okay, moving on though, this one has pictures. So, oh, pictures. So, um, basically, they said I wanted to send these to you guys. They are from a listing in my town. Oh yes, realtors, send us your ghost photos. Yes. <laughs> I've seen some really good ones. Some, uh, yeah. uh, you know, people showing houses and being like, "What is that?" <laughs> it's like, oh my god. <laughs> But um, these are from a listing in my town. These photos are straight off the listing. I know the listing agent, and they did not even know this had shown up in the photo until myself and a friend reached out. So as far as I know, they have not been doctored or edited in any way. Apparently, the husband in the photo on the fireplace passed away several years ago. Looks oh, like he is, is still it? hanging around. You drop it to me so I can have it for the brief. Yeah, so there is three. Ooh. Airdrop them over. Really pretty house. Hold on. Trying to. Mouse all good. It's all good. So you see the husband's on the fireplace. Yeah, there's a the a portrait of oh, him. Oh, okay. I'm and thinking, then I'm thinking this dude's on the fireplace, like crouched. I'm like, oh okay. no, no, no. Hold that's, on. 
No, there's like an establishing sort of photo, and then there's one where you'll you'll find it very quickly. All right. Okay, and then take a look right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think I actually saw this um, online, uh, but it's very crazy uh, because it is a... Take a, a look behind the bar, Jay. Uh, Take a okay. look. For those people listening, it seems to be uh, a glowing entity. Yeah. Uh, which is you know always fascinating because a lot of people get like... Um, like dim or shadowy or, you know, impressions or, or very hyper-realistic. This is uh, almost like a photonegative shining, what? you know. Yeah, that's, that's – uh, it's what? like mm-hmm. – Is it the blur? Is this, so no. Read, read what she – So, said. Jay. Yeah. Do you see the photos of the room? I see the photos of the room. Yeah, so that sh- that's just bar. well. So that's <laughs> just for the um, context for oh. the context for the portrait that she's talking yeah, about. Yeah, but I see right. the bar. The bar. Okay. Look behind the bar. Yeah, I see it. Zoom in. Yeah. there's like a whole face. I know. It, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. blurred. Well, we're talking about the same thing. I mean, it's an old photo, but yeah. still. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's 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 weird. Um, it kind of reminds me of uh, if you've ever seen those. Um, those crystal blocks mm-hmm. that they put a 3D uh, photograph into. Yes. Yeah, where they etch something right, into it. Where they it. etch something into the, into the crystal. It looks like almost if you ever rode the Haunted Mansion at Disney World, the projections they do at the sure. ghosts, yeah. it feels like that where they're like in the so bar. So we're talking about the head to the right side of the bar. There's like right? a whole body. There's a whole body. Yeah. It's got a shoulder. Oh, I see a jacket. I see yeah. um, you don't right see next the to shoulder. that bag. So there's a bag, and then it's on the wall behind the the curve of the arch. What on earth are y'all talking about? Because I see a face peeking over the top of this bar. Yeah. In the corner? The corner. I see this face. Do you see the gray face? Gray face. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah. We're talking about this. Oh. <laughs> what? I don't wonder. What the hell is that? What the heck? Were you looking at the wood grain of the thing and seeing faces? Dude, he was, I don't know what up. Madison Cho, what I was looking at. He was looking at, he was like. It a, looks like a girl's big old head. Right there. But it's blurred. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, I would I would think those. The, yeah, what is going no. on? No, we're show? talking about the whole man. That's <laughs> a whole dude. The glowing guy. <laughs> He's like looking at patterns in wood, going, "I see a face," and we're like, "There's a glowing man just what? two inches away." So, what's the story behind this? So basically, she knows the listing agent, oh. and this is from an agency or like from a listing. It's in a her listing town. for a, um, real estate, a, a realty wow. listing. 
That's wild. And so it the, is wild. the listing agent didn't know that this was in this photo right. until yeah. she was looking at until the listing. She was told, yeah. Oh, yeah. Geez. Like, what is this? Crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is amazing. The, you can see his cheekbones. Yes. Yeah. And so that was what the context of the portrait was, is because they think that it's that guy in the portrait. Right. Wow. I really need, I really need to... Um, uh, do the buttons for this podcast thing uh, for the road podcaster so I can hit like hell no <laughs> you know whenever things like this happen yes. for especially uh, especially scary things when especially spooky things happen goodness gracious you can see the eyes you can mm-hmm. see the cheekbones right. it looks like he has a smile he's like oh you like my house no no this it's is cool. like a weird no this look at the smile and how high it raises big jikes <laughs> we got okay. a big jikes out of it. And then, and then, what the, what in the heck is this? Like this thing peeking over the counter. See, Lord, that yeah is very. I don't know what it is. I can't. I cannot tell what that is. Like at all. But anyway, I can't tell. I all mean, right, so, so, I'm just so d- distracted. So Chris, could you tell crazy. the people listening what exactly we're looking at? Oh, so um, this is a real estate listing. So you're, you're getting a large uh, picture of a um, looks like a basement den, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a bar. Now, behind the bar, there is uh, sort of a window um, archway that leads into, I'm guessing, a serving area. At the corner of it is standing what appears to be a glowing man. Um, as if the only thing that you could see is where the light touches a figure. Um, in fact, when you really look at it, it almost looks like he's underlit, like the light is coming from beneath them, almost like you know an old-fashioned ghost story. You put mm-hmm. the flashlight under your chin. Um, now, uh, JT finds himself caught up on the fact that there is a, uh, a strange anomalous yeah. shape that uh, looks like a head that's kind of cut off almost at the, the, the jawline looking over the bar. Um, but it is not as very intensely yeah. formed <laughs> as mm-hmm. the man. Uh, the man is, is, is definitely there, whatever it is, because right. it could be a trick of the light. It could be something that uh, does that. Although, honestly, yeah. when you look at it, you just see a man standing mm-hmm. there. But he is glowing. He's, He's glowing. Like where where there would be shadow, there is light. So it's like a negative. Um, it's very fascinating. It's a fascinating picture. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. What were you going to say? I was going to say it's the fact that um, the real estate agent also didn't know. The right. listing agent didn't know that was there. Because, <laughs> so. there's no, you know, it's interesting because it's a, it's a, it's a very lovely house. It's a very, you know, uh, rustic looking place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're when you're doing real estate photos, you're just like trying yeah. to get the full scope of a room. And then, and then apparently they listed this picture. So people who saw the listing were like, "What's that?" Yeah. And they're like, "It's a beautiful house with four bedrooms, two bath." Wait, what? <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's wow. definitely one of those things where uh, it would be an, a, a fully unintentional capture. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, it's so it's so true. And and you know, to be honest, when people capture these photos, we've talked about this on the podcast. It's about who's taking the photo, not the camera, right? Absolutely, mm-hmm. that is very true. I've been thinking about doing like a test where we go around Savannah one night, taking photos on both the DSLR. Uh, an iPhone and then maybe some other camera and seeing what captures what type of mm-hmm. potential entity if we do capture anything. And, you know, if you're ever doing a ghost hunt, it is a good idea to pass a camera around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To pass a camera around uh, because someone in your group might be more in tune or the ghost might be more interested. Uh, they may want to, you know, show themselves to a specific person. Yeah. So um, by passing a camera around, uh, you're you're actually doing a couple of things. You're um, getting different vantage points and viewpoints because people are drawn to different things when they take pictures. Uh, you are proving that it's uh, the it's not the camera, but the different people who are holding it. So yeah. you're actually right. testing to see who has the most rapport with yeah. the spirit of an area. And it, it can change from place to place. That's something to, it, that's really important too. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go into a place where the ghost doesn't like women and so it's going to be more responsive to men. You can go to a place yeah. where it doesn't like men, more responsive to women. Uh, it could be about an age difference. It could be about, you know, uh, you know, just your general energy and it and it can change. You know, you can just be in a place that is far more receptive to you than the person standing next to you, but that's not a that's not necessarily an indication of of your uh, abilities. Like you could be a very open and very um, gifted yeah. person, yeah. but the ghost may not want to participate with you. Right. <laughs> they, they may not want to engage with you, and that is simply because ghosts have tastes too. Ghosts have preferences, and mm-hmm. uh, some of them are are well documented. Uh, you know, uh, you you know that if this person was you know brutally murdered by a guy with a you know tattoo, then it's possible that if you have a tattoo, that ghost will yeah stay away from you. It will be you know afraid of you. So literally every millennial. <laughs> Go to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, moving on to our last ghost mail, we've got some Fright Night at the Mirabelle from, uh, oh yeah, yeah, from Dawn. Dawn. Yeah. Um, this, uh, this just happened. Junkie Dawn. Correct. So Egg this salad. just happened. And her man. Yes. Yeah, this was only two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So warning, this ghost mail could be long. <laughs> <laughs> we love long ghost mails. Yes. Hey guys, first of all, it was great meeting all of you Wednesday. Lunch was fun getting to meet you all. And of course, after we left, we went up um, to our room. Everything seemed pretty normal as we settled in, had pizza, and just chilled for a bit. We went to sleep early because we had a long ride back home the next morning. Little did we know that we would have a paranormal experience and leaving much earlier than we thought. Mo woke me up around 11.30 p.m. telling me that we needed to pack our stuff up and leave right away. He said that he had been woken up several times throughout the night, three times to be exact, and had seen a shadow figure each time getting closer and closer to him. He described the figure as wearing a long, dark coat with a top hat. Immediately, I thought, the hat man! (laughs) He didn't know who he was or what I was talking about. Uh, He had never heard of the hat man. He said that shortly after he heard three knocks on the wall right next to a huge mirror that was facing towards us in the bedroom. No. (laughs) (laughs) And um, after that, he uh, heard the three knocks. Then he heard a single knock and saw a woman crawling on the floor 
And soon what? after, what? heard a whisper that seemed to travel saying, help me. Mm. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, boy. That's when he said he freaked out and woke me up. I thought he was joking with me. I questioned him several times to make sure he wasn't playing a prank on me, but I instantly saw he was shaking uncontrollably. Whoa. Trust me, he's not one to scare easily. He's been through a lot, including his stepfather. His stepfather was always looking for life's answers, so he decided maybe he should visit a cult um, because he wasn't getting his answers anywhere else. Um, Rosa Crucian I'm not sure what that is, is what he discovered. Um, he brought back literature and soon after in the family experienced the smashing of dishes in the kitchen several times, etc. Not long after his stepdad threw away all of his literature, expressed loudly for whatever or whoever was doing this to his family to leave. And suddenly the experiences stop. Later in his 20s, Mo experienced a shadow child while he was home sitting for a couple of um, or house sitting for a couple and he noticed a Ouija board on the coffee table but thought nothing of it <laughs> that night a shadow child appeared while he was sleeping on the couch he said that it was staring at him even though he couldn't see a face and then the shadow child jumped off the backrest and he could feel the indention um, yeah indentation of the child jumping off of the couch and ran into the kitchen Mo said he ignored it and tried to go to sleep right away the next morning, he left as soon as he woke up and never returned to that house. Anywho, back to the story at the B&B. So I got up and started packing. We were putting on our shoes in the living room, and then there were three knocks at the uh, on the floor between us. On the floor. I was shocked. Mo asked, did you hear that? I was stunned, and I absolutely did. We rushed out of the room and headed home that very same night. Crazy, crazy. Got home at 4 a.m. and slept with the lights on for three nights. That's our story at the Mirabelle. I would love to hear your thoughts about this. Love to all, Don Nielsen. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's all a big no. Uh, yeah, what, is, what is that, y'all? That is a lot. Uh, yeah. That is a lot. Um, and while that knee-jerk reaction of Hatman certainly you know, uh, is there and, and disqualifies as a hat man sighting. Um, the fact that there was a woman crawling on the floor, Mm -hmm. um, crawling, that's the problem. Well, it suggests something even, even more untoward, you know, some, some, some desperation, some, um, Mm -hmm. some possible residual haunting of a terrible act that, that occurred there, especially with the whisper of a haunt, help me. And these kinds of notions, um, and we we've we've discussed before that mirrors facing your bed are generally a bad idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry for everyone who has mirrors facing your bed, um, <laughs> uh, because mirrors are kind of like, uh, well, they're windows. Let's face it, yeah. <laughs> they're windows, and on the other side of the window are a lot of dark and terrible things that kind of want to come through. Oh yeah. So what we're oftentimes dealing with, especially in transient places, is you could be uh, witness to a lot of people's ghosts. Mm-hmm. You know, people who show up in hotels and, and, and bed and breakfast and things like that, they oftentimes, you know, drop their ghosts off if the energy of the place is strong enough to sustain them. Mm-hmm. So you could be experiencing multiple people's ghosts that they brought from all around the world. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and that specific Airbnb is directly across the street from yeah. the Basilica of St. John, uh, which could be where people come for protection and release and belief in 
their, you know, in, in, the, in the hope that they can shed some of the darker things that, that follow them. And in those instances, the spirits oftentimes will, you know, rush to a nearby establishment, hide in the nooks and crannies and in the corners. So I think that, uh, yeah, that is a, um, a tremendously scary thing because of the repetition of the three. Mm-hmm. Um, when you hear the three knocks or you have the three scratch marks or you hear these, you know, uh, when, when things happen in, in concurrence of threes, that is oftentimes an indication of demonic presence. Demo- uh, demonic presence tends to utilize three as their calling card, you know, allowing you to kind of almost anticipate what is coming for you. You know, um, that is them announcing themselves. So to hear three knocks, to, you know, see something occur in three consecutive ways at three consecutive times, those are um, classically known to be demonic presence. Yeah, that was immediately kind of my thought process too, especially because of its location being yeah. across from the church. I, I thought the same thing where I was like, I wonder how many people have come with things attached to them, come to this church because everybody's like, I got something dark on me. Got to go see the Catholics. And right, so right. it's, you know, yeah. I'm um, going to go to confession. I'm going to get blessed. I'm going to get this, this darkness off of me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, well, where does it go? Does it dissipate? Does it, does it return to hell? Or does it just go to that lovely Airbnb right across yeah, the street? Yeah, with the waffles. With the, with the wonderful waffles. Yeah. And they're like, hmm, demonic presence with a side of waffles? Sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> and so. <laughs> there you go. That should be their ad. Right. Well, and but it's still a weird encounter and weird for it to happen so quickly where it was, you know. And, and. Worth knowing that if if um, if Mo has this uh, this lifelong kind of connection to it, you know, um, uh, the idea that especially when you're at a very young age and you're you're introduced to something like um, the Rosicrucians are hermetic order of. Uh, <laughs> of of. Um, it's 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 complicated to explain the Rosicrucians without seeming um, inflammatory, um, because I, I would not classify them as a cult, but they do absolutely uh, deal in uh, a, a cult, mm-hmm. uh, forbidden knowledge, hidden knowledge. They are absolutely uh, dedicated to a keeping secrets. And B utilizing those secrets, so it's uh, it's 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 interesting because that one of the allures of the Rosicrucians is that they have this incredible uh, text of of information that is about demons and ghosts mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and higher orders and you know the the current of of the universe and how to tap into it and how to alter things and how to change things, um, so. To be introduced at a young age to that type of thing can make you a magnet for it. You know, can mark you as as a person who can and should you know perceive these things. So, um, I think in the in the in the short order, it sounds like you had a very intense 
interaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the long term, it sounds like there might be uh, a gift at work. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, that, um, that you can hone, you can pay attention to, or you can try to seal and, and shut down. Uh, that is entirely up to the individual. Yep. Sometimes when you are faced with the, the prospect of a lifetime of seeing and experiencing things like this, you might want to just shut it down. And there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with wanting to shut it down, and there's nothing wrong with going about shutting it down. Shut down. But uh, a lot of people find that once the initial shock of it is over, you're in a new world. You, know, mm-hmm. you, you now have the option to explore and see, you know, whatever there is to uh, to see that that may not have been readily accessible to you before. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Dawn. Yeah, thank y'all. That was creepy. That was super creepy. Um, so Always thank y'all. Crawling entity. <laughs> yeah. Ew. One of my favorites. Oh, crawling yeah. entities. Certainly, so good. Uh, well, thank y'all for sending in some good ghost stories and some good ghost photos and all the fun things. Um, if you have a ghost story that you want to send us or a ghost question, photo, what have you, all the things, send it to us at ghostmail at hauntedcitypodcast.com. Uh, we definitely would love to see it. Uh, but with that, though, my name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie, And stay spooky, y'all. <laughs>